Well, I guess I have an audience now. This is, this is, this is interesting. Why is it now y'all gotta fucking join on this podcast? Why now? You know? Why so many, so many new listeners now? When I'm going through shit. Why can't it be like the, the fucking, like, happy-go-lucky times where I'm talking about, uh, you know, vultures eating eating starving children and like other shit like that. The only reason I say this is I started listening I started listening um well I resumed listening to my podcast. I'm on episode one seventy four or one seventy three. This is a vulture and the starving kid. Um so I listened to maybe like five or six episodes in the or six or seven episodes in the past couple of days. And um and uh it has helped me immensely. I am so happy I started doing this. I am incredibly happy I started doing this this uh podcast. For my mental health, fuck man. It's like all of you have listened to the recent episode where I told you that I don't I I I lost the ability to uh or maybe not lost the ability, but I haven't been able to like see my future, therefore I have no motivation and all that. Um it's slowly, slowly, slowly returning. And I think part of that, I think a major part of that is my podcast. Is listening to the older episodes. Because I listen to the episode where I talk about where I, where I go in depth about like why I want why I want a daughter so bad. You know, like want my whole family, obviously, but why I want my daughter um, to be the oldest. Like I want a daughter first. And. And it's so lucky that I was able to, like, listen to that episode because I was talking about it in and out for like, you know, all those episodes. But it's like perfect that I was able to listen to that episode in the sequence because I don't go back and listen to old episodes and I don't jump forward and listen to epi- like I don't go like I stay in the order that I'm in, you know, like I'm listening to everything in order. So I'm a year behind. Like the episode I'm on now is dated for something like December 8th, I think. Right. So I'm almost exactly a year behind. It's December 11th today. And. um And listening to that, I, I started getting a bit emotional because like my, because I was able to visualize just off of my description of what I was saying in there. I was able, like, I was able to, to kind of let go of the guilt I'd been feeling about thinking about my future and just like fall into that and melt into that and let the ideas come back. I let the thoughts and the and the fantasies of my future come back. You know, I was able to think of uh, myself and and my daughter playing guitar again. You know, like me teaching her and all that. And I was able to think of myself and my sons out on a camping trip, or like a like an overlanding trip or whatever, whatever I'd always imagined. You know. I was able to think of that, and that made me, that made me really, really, like, I was numb, and then that brought back 
that brought back like some heavy emotion, like some real good shit. You know? And not just that, like, I feel a lot better. I feel a lot better than I did a couple of nights ago. Like, I, f I feel things, right? I'm not 100% there, you know? I'm still rocky. I still don't want to get up and do any work today. I know that if I go to my desk, it's going to be a struggle to actually, like, do anything. I mean, I, I think I'll be able to like, at least dump all the stuff that I shot yesterday in the studio, but... Will I actually work on it? I don't know. I'm probably just going to sit and play Forza. Or, I mean, I'm, my sister's here right now, and she was going to go with my mom, so I was probably going to join join them for a little bit. You know? Um, but, uh, yeah. You know what else? You know what else probably improved my, my my mood a lot is I had another, another heavy. Well, it wasn't that heavy to me. Like I wasn't feeling, like I said, I was numb at the time, and I was talking to my girl about all this stuff, and she was asking me questions, and I was just answering them like, just detached almost. You know. Like, basically just detached from it. Almost like an ego death. It wasn't an ego death um, experience. It wasn't like that feeling. But I was just... I felt damn near 100% emotionally removed from all the questions she was asking me. All the conversation we were having. And... Um, and... Uh, what that tells me in my emotional detachment... I mean, there are still some things that, like, logically I felt like I shouldn't, I shouldn't say, but even still, for the most part, I'm pretty sure I said everything, you know? I, um, yeah, we had this conversation, and what it gave me confidence in is the idea that I don't really have to or what it gives me confidence, because at the time I wasn't thinking about it, but now I'm thinking, like, maybe I don't have to, maybe I don't have to, uh, I, I don't have to, like, worry so much about, like, what is I tell her. But here's the thing, every answer I gave her, I feel like, everything I told her, I feel like, again, it's something that I've said in chunks. Like, it's something that I, I, I have said these things in chunks, in bits and pieces, but I never... I was never able to fully articulate a lot of them, a lot of those ideas or a lot of those opinions or, or truths of mine that I, you know, like how I'm feeling about the relationship and about myself and about whatever. I wasn't able to properly put all of that together um, because I was clout, like I was racked with emotion when, when we we're going through it. And then in the numbness, I was just able to fucking... Well, you want to know this? All right, here's why. Here's this. Here's what I think about this. Here's what I think about that. And none of the answers are new. Like, very few of the answers are new answers. Like, are new feelings or new opinions of mine, new feelings of mine. Like, a lot of these things... Like, for the most part, I don't feel very differently than I did before we started having these conversations. 
you know? Like, I don't feel very differently than I did before we started having these conversations. Nothing's really changed so much. I just think I'm just able to clarify them more. And also, I think maybe she's at a place where the brunt of the pain or past that because like a because like the honest truth of yes i have feelings for another person who i have never met who also shares your name which is so shitty i know um and uh you know that's the, that was the majority of the pain right and then me not being able in that couple with me not being able to see a future past a certain period you know like all of that that and then also me not feeling like me not feeling confident in uh moving forward like kind of feel like we're kicking a can down the road of like do we break up now or later and i don't want to break up now and she don't want to break up now and we both made that clear to each other i would hope that i made that clear enough i don't want to break up now you know, like I enjoy our time together and I want to spend some time. And there are things I want to be able to do, you know, like I'd like to go on a trip somewhere or at least do some kind of staycation where we stay in a hotel and we like make a weekend out of it. Or like there's things that I want to do. Right. Um, you know, like I don't want to just close out this chapter without doing anything. But. I also know that in my opinion, like this book has an end. <laughs> we watched, um, what did we watch? We watched uh, House of Gucci last night. Um, we went to see it in theaters. I, I was taking my sister and then she joined us um, last minute, which was awesome. Um, I'm happy that happened. That was, that was really good. I wasn't expecting that at all. Um, I thought it was like at that point, because we saw the last showing at Battery Park at 1030 um, we, the movie ain't finished until like damn near 2 a.m. And, um, and, uh, yeah, we, yeah, I didn't expect her to, to actually join us. Um, but cause, especially cause she was going to go see House of Gucci and I wanted to see it anyway, but she was going to see it with a friend. So I was going to just go see it alone. And then last minute myself and my sister, we decided to go see that. It was between that and going to see Eternals, which we still have yet to see. We figured that we could just watch it on Disney Plus when we go down to Georgia, because my dad wants to watch that shit, too. Um, what else is there? So there's something else good out. I don't remember what it is. I don't want to see... I don't... For whatever reason, I don't care for any of those... Um, Any of those... Uh, what's the guy who created Hamilton? Um, What's his name? Lin-Manuel Miranda. I don't care about any of his movies. I haven't seen any of them, but they just seem way too, like, cookie-cutter for me. Like, cookie-cutter musical. Like, In the Heights looks so bland to me. And then, um... And then, um... Uh, what's the movie he has now? Uh, West Side Story. Like... All them shits look so bland to me. I don't want to see him. I never wanted to see him. So... That was, like, an immediate no. And I don't want to see Encanto in theaters. Like, I'm not going to spend money to go see that. I mean, I, if I was going to see it alone and that was the only movie available, then I'd go see it. But I was thinking of my sister, so I had to buy a ticket, right? I used my um Regal 
uh, unlimited like points. I have I had like forty five thousand points, so I could have gotten both of their tickets and a drink, <laughs> um, with all of my with all of my points. I ended up getting my girl's ticket on that, which is good because I'm not like I made a bit of cash. Um, well, I had a bit of cash deposited into my PayPal yesterday, so I so I had something to to move with, you know. If I didn't have that, we wouldn't have seen anything. We wouldn't have done fucking anything. There's this ice cream place. I can't remember the name of it. Hold on. I gotta ask Kanaya. One second. It was Ample Hills Creamery. It's in uh, it's in Essex Market, where that Regal is. That's not even the Regal we went to because they didn't have any showings. I don't know why they do this. I feel like they should have at least one good movie at any time, any given time, like within an hour. You know. Like, I kind of, I kind of hate that they do this thing where they just have all the show times start around the same time, and then there's like a two hour gap where there's nothing, nothing about to open, like nothing, no new show times. Um, so yeah, so that's why we didn't go see it at Essex Market when we were right there in the first place. But yeah, we went to um, we went to uh. Ample Hills Creamery. We had a burger at, at this thing, at this place, a little... It's a food court, right? And we had a burger at uh, at uh, Mighty's, and then Ample Hills Creamery. It was so damn good. We had, like, a maple bourbon ice cream and shit. It was, and then, like, a, like a cinnamon nutmeg uh, uh, syrup infused. Like, it was so good. Oh, man, it was so good. But yeah, we saw this movie. I don't even mention that because I was saying, uh, what was I saying? It was a quote in the movie. The movie, in my opinion, kind of sucked. It was like, I think, 5 out of 10 at best. It was messy, and I think Ridley Scott should not have directed it. That was not his script to direct, you know? Like, I think it should have been like a very whimsical, very fast-paced, more comedic, lighter-intoned movie. Something that would be directed by a by a Scorsese or a, or a, like a director on like a show like Marvelous Miss Maisel or, you know, something snappy. But it was directed by Ridley Scott, who is not a snappy director at all. And, um, and I think that's what the script called for because there was some comedy in the script, right? And then Jared Leto's character just over the top, you know? Um, and then the editing was, the pacing of it was bad, like, early on in the movie. And the the tone of it shifted constantly because the script and the director did not match up. So, uh, let me turn off my thing. I got a notification. Um, so, I don't really recommend it. Lady Gaga's performance is great. I mean, everyone's performance is great. Jared Leto's performance was great, though it did not belong in this movie. And also, they lingered on him way too long. They looked; it looked like I was when on during his scenes. I felt like I was watching like just the raw cuts, like I like the raw footage that they graded and slapped into the movie because they went on so long. They didn't cut in between some things. His his I don't I couldn't tell if a lot of his stuff was like ad libbed or not, like. 
and whether it was like he's not a comedian so i can't imagine them being ad-libbed right like he's not known for comedy um i can imagine how insufferable he was on set if, uh the whole time if because he's a method actor i i imagine he probably method acted this he method acted, he method acted a joker and um or whatever so yeah no i think um no and the thing the movie there's a quote in the movie that says i'm like or chap uh i think adam driver he says some shit like uh like uh every story has uh, has an ending and i think our story ended a few chapters ago or some shit like that and i'm like okay whatever <laughs> that was a clunky line if you ask me oh no I don't like the movie that much um sorry she interrupted me oh, my sister interrupted me she made food apparently she made breakfast at 3 o'clock I'm not blaming her for doing it at 3 o'clock because I only just woke up as well but um yeah uh man I don't want to go to the Bronx where I have a fucking shoot in the Bronx from 4 to 8 an event and I don't want to go. It's going to take two hours to get there. And I'm going to go to my girls after, so it's an hour back. At least I'll have to go the whole way. Like, from there to here. To get back, but... Fucking hell, I don't want to do... I don't want to... I don't want to go to the Bronx tomorrow. I would hope they cancel and not ask for a refund. <laughs> you know? It's not my client. It's a friend's client. He just had... He just had me uh, do the shooting. He's going to edit the photos. He's become a really damn good editor in the time I've known him. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you progress. But he's he's gotten pretty damn good at it. I'm happy. I'm happy he's gotten so good at it. You know? Um, what was I saying? What was I saying? I'm... Yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Relatively. You know, I'm not 100% there yet. It's still spotty to have a motivation in the day, but I, I'm slowly, slowly, slowly getting there. Um, yeah. Do I still feel like shit for not being able to see my girl in my future? Uh, except as a... Except as a friend, as someone in my circle, yeah, I do. I do feel like shit for that, for sure. Um, but what am I? What am I supposed to do about that? You know, I gotta be a fuckboy here. I'll just enjoy the moment, you know. Ask my sister. Oh, I told my sister what no, the, our whole scenario, and she, and she, uh, for the most part, just basically, you know, things that just the longer it goes on, the harder it is gonna it's gonna be to add things cleanly. And I was like, yeah, I get it. Um, I'm also hoping that the longer it goes on, the quicker, like I'll have, I'll be able to see it. I don't know. I just think, I just think it's just a, it's just a situation of 
two people who are who are good to each other, right? She's great to me. Um, two people who are good to each other who, you know, my girl said that maybe we trauma bonded, you know, me for my uh, lack of self-worth and feeling unworthy of anything and feeling unwanted for years and in her for uh, a, a similar, a similar, a similar uh, reason. Though just from different whatever, she has a history of, of being with people and dating and whatever, and that hasn't gone well. And I have zero history of it at all. And both of those things cause that same feeling of like unwantedness and unworthiness. And maybe we trauma bonded over over that, you know. You know, like yeah. I just wonder what happens when that like when a trauma bond isn't enough to uh sustain sustain us you know like i understand relationships are work i get it i've always gotten that that's not a that's not a problem it's just like you know how willing are we to sacrifice certain things for uh for a relationship you know In for how long? So, I don't know, man. Um, life is interesting, to say the least. Life is bitter fucking sweet, ain't it? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a question that my sister asked me. Um, when she wanted to start talking about whatever, like, we got home. And then she came in my room and she was like, so... Uh, how's, uh, how's, what's it like not being single? And I'm like, it's bittersweet, you know? It's more sweet, but it's bittersweet. That's a damn shame. Life is one big bittersweet ride. I only that I only say that line right there because I tried to put that in uh, my I tried to make an Insta post. Insta keeps crashing on me anytime I try to make a post. Like I get to the spot where I put a description, and then when I'm ready to like hit tag people or I hit the preview or I hit like anything like hit location, it just crashes on me. Like Instagram, the app, for whatever reason, I don't fucking know. Which is stupid because I don't think I've updated it in the past. I haven't updated it since I made my last post, I don't think. So I don't know. I don't know why that happened. But um, whatever it is. Uh, whatever it is, I don't know. I'll figure the shit out. I'll just make the post from my computer. Since we can do that now. Anyway. Uh, that's all. Talk later.